0: Hey, this is Sujin and Aaron on the Growth Mapping Podcast, where we break down what really happens behind the scenes in the world of marketing.
1: We're going to show you what works and what doesn't, and we'll be interviewing some of the biggest names in the online world. You'll learn
0: the strategies, tactics, and tricks that really move the needle and drive massive results. Hey guys, welcome back to the Growth Mapping Podcast with Sujin and Aaron. We're going to cover today how to get PR when you've got nothing new happening. How to, how to get your product, your service, your brand in front of the right people so that uh, you know journalists, editors contributors, publishers, whoever else are going to cover your story and, and create content about you. And, um, you know, it doesn't just go for when you're, you've got nothing new happening. It can also go for when you're a brand new business and uh, you're trying to get PR. So, um, Sujan, I'd love to hear your thoughts. It can be tricky, but there are some good ways to get it, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, you got nothing new to say. Honestly, most companies don't. Um, even if it's a feature release, new stuff, it's all BS, right? Like, I mean, nobody cares about a feature release, let's put it that way. Like, So I guess like not many people care even when companies have new things to say. So, uh,
0: Sergeant, you always have something to say. It, it can be tricky trying to keep your mouth closed at times.
1: It can be. I've got a lot to say <laughs> and I'm ready to talk people's ear off. But the first thing to do is create something, create some sort of pillar piece of content as HubSpot calls it, right? epic piece of content, 10, 10X, whatever it is. Reverse your PR efforts or outreach efforts based off of something of value because at the end of the day, companies are for profit for the most part. Um, and nobody wants to promote or, or write about for profit. They want to write about people changing the world. They want to write about Elon Musk and the boring Company. Drilling holes underneath and moving cars and hyperloops and all that crazy stuff. They want what they want. People want to write about world changing stuff. And and frankly, most companies don't have world changing stuff. But content can be world changing. It can be educational. It can be you can literally write about the facts that have changed the world. I, I mean, there's all these articles um, on on millennials and next generation. All that crap. I think it's there's a lot of fluff out there. So figure out what angle you can take. What do you think, Aaron?
0: I agree. I mean, you don't you don't have to be talking about your own business or product. Part of getting awareness in in the media is also being seen for your brand or what you're thinking about or talking about or contributing. Doesn't have to be about your product, service, or company. So you could be Um, as you said just creating interesting stuff analyzing content that's out there putting your own opinions and thoughts out there um, providing value we always come back to the same thing providing value in the content you create it's the first part of ensuring that um, you're going to see success you know once you've got that content then comes the the hard bit well in most people's um, opinions so i think the content bit's the easy bit most people are going to say okay well that's, that's fine. I'll create something amazing, but how, how am I going to get it to the, the journalists and get them actually interested in it? Um, to begin with, I can say one thing not to do, just don't do it, is to create a press release. I, I am just so over press releases. I've never seen one work. Have you?
1: Nope. And if you are not going to do a press release, definitely stay away from using embargoes because nobody gives a crap.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly right i mean you, you and i are both on a number of different uh, press lists for places that we write for or contribute and man the amount of uh email that i receive uh, i'm sure yours is at least double but it's just i i've never even read through a press release i have no idea why people think it's a valuable use of your time you'll not get press
1: what you do want to do is create a press kit that's readily available with pictures of the founders, pictures of the product, service, whatever you have of your company, your office, logos, and things like that that you can use. But a press release is just a longer way of saying something that you could say in one sentence. So, I mean, like, we both get press releases sent to us every single day. Uh, I think I'm on some sort of newsletter. I'm about to go in my inbox and call some freaking people out right now because. This is how much I hate people sending me press releases. So, here's the general rule. Don't send press releases or don't send emails from your PR agency's email address. Don't send PR emails from some sort of software like I'm listed on like 4 or 5 different like networks. I'm on Cision and like a couple other places and like if you're lazy and you hit that button from their platform it sends as like a, it can say via and blah, blah, blah. So I get a lot of via prnews.com or prnews2.com because apparently they went through prnews.com already and they burned that domain. Well, <laughs> like go send an email as a human being from your freaking inbox.
0: You know, that's that's a lot of what not to do and please listen and, and take that on board. But th- there's got to be ways now, if we're not, if we're telling people not to send out their company information, their product or service information in a press release that no one's interested in, but we do say create a press kit, we still need to get those journalists and, and whatnot to your site where you have your press kit. So what, what is the plan in order to get in front of the right people?
1: All right. Here's the thing. So you go to, let's say you're going to talk about millennials. Okay, that's a it's a broad one. It's an easy one, and we can everybody can follow along even if they're not in front of a computer. So you go to Google News. You go to Yahoo News. You type in freaking millennials. Um, go to Buzzsumo. Type in millennials. You go to your favorite SEO tool to check out who has the most you know backlinks. Go to Google and type in millennials, and go to the, the you know the news section or just in general. Find the domains. The blogs, the websites that are covering millennials, right? So, step one find the websites. Um, Buzzsumo was great, Google's great, because you find the guys that are ranking who have written the most, you know, according to Google's eyes, the most authoritative. So, you get like Forbes, you get, you know, Mashable, you get all of these places, right? So, once you get that, then you gotta find the people that are now currently writing about millennials. And those articles you found, those websites you found, there's an author to them. So, put those guys in the list. Put those people on a list and make a spreadsheet. You put like when's the last time they wrote about millennials, and you put the article that they last wrote, or also see if you can find the best article, meaning the most shares. But you just want to find people writing about millennials, and and the pitch to put it simply is you're pitching the person that's wrote the most about millennials, or the you know the most frequently, or the most successful. I like to go with the best or most or, you know, most frequent and you tell them, you give them a compliment and then you tie your pitch, your article, whatever you're going to be slinging to what they've just written about. The reason this is successful is because it's probably the best thing they've done. It's probably the latest thing they've done. It's probably something they're really active on. Now, you want to make sure, in my opinion, to cross-reference the writers to make sure they're not marketers. Like... Aaron and I are marketers and entrepreneurs. Like, we do not care about press releases. We write because we want our names out there. We want more business. I could care less about press releases or any pitches for that matter. I'd never say yes. But, you know, but there's some people who are staff writers, some people who are freelance writers. So, if they're freelance writers, the angle is how you can give them the most possible exposure. If they're an editor, talk about how it could be. Editors always are annoyed because everybody's pitching the same old crap. So talk about how it's going to be something unique that's not been out there and it's show that you've done your research. Like, hey, this post, you published this post two years ago and that post last month. Well, this one is going to be this take or, and it's not been done before and I, you know, we're going to be putting a lot of weight behind it and it, we guarantee 50,000 page views or something like that because that's going to get those people's attention. What do you think?
0: I think the key thing that you said there was around the page views. I mean, that's that's their metric. When you look at staff writers and, and editors, that's the stuff that they need. That's what they need to be able to sell ad space on their publications. So that's what they're being measured on. So if you can find a, an interesting, creative way to say, um, you know, prove that you've done, done the work. I know what's worked for you in the past. I know that I can create an even better piece than that. And I'm very confident it'll be driving X number of page views. Uh, that's going to make an editor or a, a journalist quite happy. So that's that's the angle I'd be taking. Um, I guess what's important here is to say, we've worked out what not to do. We've identified how to gather lists of the right people, but now we need to actually get in front of them. One of the, one of the coolest things that I like about um, social advertising at the moment is the ability to do really good targeting towards... Um, custom lists and custom audiences so if you're building up that list that that you described earlier surgeon you're able to grab that and throw that into places like facebook advertising and be able to do a custom audience list of all of the journalists and editors and put your piece of content or put your brand or whatever else right in front of these people or other places that you've been featured or um, you know, if you've had content shared on big publications in the past, share that towards to these journalists in ads. And you do not have to be spending a whole lot of money. Um, I'm talking mere dollars um, because no one else is targeting these specific people in the specific way that you are. Uh, so for me, the, the number one way that I'd be reaching out to press and getting in front of them is not by asking them for anything, it's by collating them in a list and doing a small amount of paid advertising, making sure that no matter where they are socially, these people are seeing my ads about my content, about where I've written previously and my strong opinions and that because of smart retargeting and everything else, no matter where they go, they're going to continue to see my face. That, that is what's worked for us in terms of getting in front of the press.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's uh it's a very, very powerful way to, you know, essentially not be annoying and, and get penetration when, you know, you're a big deal to a certain amount of people, right? Like everyone's kids think their parents are superheroes or they're they're awesome when you know, when they grow up they probably realize, oh, my parent wasn't as awesome as I thought when I was three or five years old. That's a different story. But that's kind of what that what Aaron's strategy is all about. And and you know, another thing here to mention is that like don't forget about all the social channels, even if you're not doing advertising, get in front of them, especially if you're going to send an email or you're going to do something. You can get in front of them on LinkedIn, you can get in front of them on Twitter, you know, Facebook, figure out where they're most active. And in fact, like, I try to get engaged. Like, I have a hit list. So let's say, you know, that millennials post, or I'm, I'm, I'm going to sling this millennials' unique pitch, absolutely unique new topic on millennials, which hasn't been covered before, if you can believe it or not. Um, I'm going to make a list of people months ahead of time. When I'm creating that piece of content, I'm going to start making my list. I'm going to start building that relationship. So remember, relationships are huge. I've said yes to people and writing about them, interviewing them. And, you know, I mentioned, I haven't said, I have never accepted a pitch, but I have said yes to people I know because I know they don't pitch me ever. They don't pitch me often. They only tell me about awesome stuff and, They wouldn't say that they wasn't absolutely like amazing because they know they've probably used their favor, you know, or, or whatnot or, you know, anyways, to build those relationships because it's hard to say no to your friends. It's hard to say no to people once you know them and like maybe the pitch is shitty. You might just get really good feedback, which is done. It's better than not getting anything at all.
0: Look, uh, I think we've covered quite a few good areas here. I think if if you follow that, you're going to be well on your way to achieving some really good results in in terms of PR and and very inexpensively. Do it do it different to how everyone else is, and you'll see different results.
1: Exactly. All right, guys,
0: take it away, Aaron. Stick around, guys. Uh, We're going to cover some uh, really good content coming up, including how to grow your business uh, to a million dollars and beyond. Uh, Some really good info there. So as always, if you you need to track us down, find us. We're everywhere online. Love to hear what you want us to cover. And um, yeah, until next time. Peace out. And that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, reach out to us at hello at growthmappingpodcast.com as we would love to hear from you. We believe we've delivered value to you. If you agree, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the best way you can say thanks. So thank you, and we'll catch you next time.